what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. I'm with the band. Music and interviews you're going to like. Welcome to I'm with the band here on the mesh.tv podcast network. My name is Andrew Moose. If this is your first time listening, I'm with the band invites musicians and bands of all types to discuss their current projects, their touring lives and their lives as musicians. And we hope that you mash that subscribe button and so that you can get these episodes of I'm with the band sent directly to you. If you're considering all advertising on mesh and on our show, especially it's a low cost way to reach a targeted audience and I've heard the people who listen to I'm with the band are rich, they're beautiful, and all they want to do is spend money with you. So um, go to www.themesh.tv backslash advertise, and you can find out all about that. Uh, This episode of I'm with the band is produced in partnership with the No Contact Concert Series, Codex Sound, and Midwood Entertainment. Today, we're podcasting away from Mesh Studios in downtown Hickory and are currently smack dab in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. And during this time where venues aren't able to schedule shows, our good friends over at Midwood and Codex have partnered and they're producing the No Contact Concert Series, which really helps bands and fans interact with one another via the internet. So my guests today on I'm With The Band are playing the No Contact Concert Series this Saturday, August 8th at eight o'clock. I'd like to welcome from Asheville, Tommy and Carson of Fireside Collective. What's up, guys? What's up? How's it going? Oh man, it's going well this way. I hope you guys are doing well. What's new with you guys? Uh, just spending a lot of time uh, working on my dobro chops and songwriting. Uh, now that we have all this free time, and Carson, he's been at the well, beach. <laughs> I've been in Eastern North Carolina for the past few months and spending time with my family and uh, you know, getting finding myself. You know, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. We all need to do that from time to time. Certainly. Um, so, guys. Um, you guys are based out of Asheville, and I know that before the COVID-19 pandemic hit, you guys were basically touring all over the place, a backtrack from what you guys are wanting to do. But, you know, what's what's next for you guys? You guys writing? You guys um, in the studio? What's going on? Well, right now we're um, kind of playing it week to week, month to month, um, talking to our booking agent and um, just kind of, uh, you know, looking at the timeline of this whole virus thing and... Um, making plans for 2021 a lot of the dates that we had for this year are rolling over um but you know also just doing our best to stay relevant and uh create content for our fans we have a uh, a cover series coming up where we're going to be doing a bunch of videos of some of our favorite covers and releasing them um we just had a little a new merch line come out um and that was really successful a new design so you know just trying to uh stay busy and nothing, you know, in the form of what we are used to as far as touring and um, playing in front of live people, but there's some uh, streaming opportunities in the future, that sort of thing. So I think we're doing what most other musicians are doing right now and um, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And it's, and we're all just trying to navigate this new space, man. You know, it's just, it's crazy. Everybody knows it's crazy and it's just, we're all in this together, you know?
clock's just counting down the days Well, this hammer's heavy, oh, but my heart is light Knowing that I'll soon be back by her side If you're going my way, I could use a ride Back to that blue-eyed gal by the Carolina line I'm here in Virginia trying to earn a dime Just to pay my way on back to Carolina old iron just singing this old song if only these tracks i'm laying on this ground could bring me on back to my home in the sand if you're going my way i could use a ride back to that blue-eyed gal by the carolina line i'm here in virginia trying to earn a dime just to pay my way on back to carolina I was turned on to you guys when I saw that you were playing the series and, and got to listen to some of your stuff and uh, your new album elements. Uh, you guys, it's, it came out this year, right? Yeah. It came out right. As soon as the quarantine started. Um, I think it was March, March 20th was the release date. Yep. Right. Yep. March and, 20th. And we had some CD release shows, album release shows uh, that, we we played the first one in Raleigh, and then the next day, it was literally, it went on lockdown. So that that show was canceled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how inconvenient! Yeah. Good time, right. but bad timing for everyone, I suppose. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, listening to to that that album, guys, like I, I hear all kinds of like distinct uh, types of playing. Uh, you guys are a I don't want to say bluegrass band, more progressive folk Americana bluegrass. I would say if I I don't want to pigeonhole you. But, um, you know, did, did you guys grew up, grow up playing bluegrass or is something that you just kind of fell into? Well, I grew up playing rock and roll and funk and loving 80s music. And then growing up in North Carolina, I always heard bluegrass. So I was always intrigued by it, but I didn't really start playing it until I moved to Asheville. But uh, it's been a wonderful music to play. Yes. Yeah, I, I only really was exposed to bluegrass at the North Carolina State Fair <laughs> growing up in Raleigh and that's about the extent of it. Um, it didn't really, you know, 
take me in um, until my mid twenties, and that's kind of when I got the bug and um, met Jesse and uh, at East Carolina University, and he was really big into bluegrass and a big influence on you know showing me what it's all about. And um, then yeah, Carson was also living in Greenville, North Carolina, going to you know that's where East Carolina University is, where Jesse and Carson and I met first. But so yeah, bluegrass was definitely not uh something i grew up with like most of the bluegrassers i know around Asheville. <laughs> yeah i mean I, I agree most everybody i know there's a select hand few full you know full of guys that grew up playing bluegrass and it's it's bluegrass or nothing for, for a lot of them but um <laughs> but for the most part you know you're right and most people that play bluegrass now definitely bluegrass wasn't even on their radar you know maybe even five years ago and now they yeah. have you know, immersed themselves in it and are just you know crazy good pickers you know just we we were mentioning uh some uh some concerts that we were attending uh back before quarantine starts and you know we were mentioning billy strings and you know that guy grew up playing metal and yeah, you know, there's a lot of I, I see a lot of metal influences in bluegrass these days just the way that guys play and you know just basically just shredding you know instead of playing on an electric guitar they're shredding on an acoustic guitar Maybe that's how he was able to pair with Humphreys so well. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Talk a little bit about your guys' uh, songwriting style. Is it a more of a collaborative approach when you guys write music, or does uh, one person primarily bring a song to the group and then, you know, melodies happen? Or Tell us how that happens. So far, the, the sort of the um, template is most, you know, the, the songwriters um, – like Joe, Jesse, and myself, and then Alex uh, on, has an instrumental on elements. Um, we will bring the song idea mostly complete. You know, um, we might kind of riff off one another and ask another guy a question about a lyric here or there, but it's it's pretty much up until now, um, you know, been that way. And then when the song gets brought to the band. It's it's almost done, and then other guys will chime in with arrangement ideas. And uh, Travis Book, our producer on Elements, um, the bass player for the Infamous String Dusters, you know, he had a lot of input. But we have yet to do a an actual co-write with another band member, and I think that's something that would be awesome to do in the future. You know, two of us pair up. Um, it's just a different writing style we haven't done yet. So, but yeah, most of the time it's just the individual bringing the tune and then the band kind of, you know, helping it come to life and that sort of thing. I crossed every mountain and line in the sand, but how in the hell did I get to Cheyenne? Me and my razor tongue never needed a plan. To tell the truth, I'm feeling better keeping the pace with these lower tabs.
tell myself not to break No time to lay in the bed that I've made Give me another town and another day I've had too many fights and too much to drink The ash on the floor and the blood in the sink Hard-headed, the sorrow doesn't ever come out It's a done deal, I'm all alone Sinking to the bottom with a heart of stone Maybe someone will come by, throw me a line Done deal, I can't go home Burned all my bridges there long ago God, don't let me die This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Yeah, I've talked to a lot of guys about their songwriting styles, and that seems to be the the primary avenue is, you know, one one guy has an idea, brings a melody and some lyrics to the band, and then hits made one, you know, it's like, well, then the, the idea is kind of brought to fruition. Um, uh, like, like I said, well, I'm talking to Fireside Collective, and they're playing the new Contact Concert Series uh, on August 8th at 8, and you can watch that live stream on crowd-less.com. You can also find out more information there as well as go to their Facebook and YouTube channels and all that good stuff. So, um, so guys, when you guys were uh, recording Elements, uh, where, where was that? Did you guys record that in Nashville? It was in Asheville. It was at uh, Echo Mountain Studios. Oh, right. That place is awesome. Tell us a little bit about uh, the, the actual venue, that place. Well, it's an old church, right? It's- yeah, the main room. There's two main rooms. One of them's a church. Um, the other one was sort of a more, I don't know, modern room. It's a state-of-the-art studio. It's, it's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We opted for the, what's called the API room. Um, most of the bands that go through Echo Mountain sort of go specifically for the, the church room. Um, but we just wanted a tighter, 
uh, cleaner, sort of grassier sound. Um, so we went for the their other main room, which is called the API room. And the console is like this big, huge, giant, badass analog console from, I don't know, the 60s or 70s. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Um, tons of cool outboard gear and compressors. Um, really great experience. It's a cool environment. Yeah. The um that and that place is it up in Asheville or out or where downtown is that? Yeah. Yeah, right in downtown. Yeah, oh, right downtown. Oh, oh right. yeah. So we ask these this question to uh, every band that comes on I'm with the band, and we want to know what's your favorite venue in North Carolina, and uh, even if you haven't played it yet. One of our favorite places to play is at the Poor House in Raleigh. We just it's always the best time every time we play there and. A great crowd, but as far as Asheville goes, um, gosh, Great Eagle, yeah, um, Isis Music Hall is great. So, yeah, so many good ones in town here in Asheville. Yeah. Just it's hard to pick. Lately, we've been, you know, the the CD release was at the Great Eagle, the one that got canceled. So that was sort of the last venue we actually played. But yeah. um, but yeah, Carson's right. Raleigh, the Poor House in Raleigh is like what the IBMAs have done to the, you know, the music community, specifically the bluegrass community in uh, Raleigh. I'm sure, you know, most of your listeners are familiar with the IBMAs, but like, you know, the bluegrass scene in Raleigh is just so awesome right now. When we go play, it's freaking packed all the time and people are dancing and it's a good time, man. So Raleigh's definitely been, um, you know, Raleigh and Asheville are two favorite spots. Um, but yeah, the poorhouse is definitely up there, if not, you know, the one in, in the region for us. Uh, for sure, man. Shout out to all those Rollywood people, man. They, those guys oh, know yeah. how to party. I got a lot of good buddies that live in Raleigh and, yeah. um, Lincoln theater is another one, great one. I, yeah. You guys have played there. I think I, there's a picture on your website, I think from Lincoln theater, right? We, we, played it look like, at least it looks during, like Lincoln theater. during the ramble, right? Yeah. Right. It was during the bluegrass ramble during IBMA week, um, we did a showcase there. Um, but we, we have yet to play a like, you know, proper show there. Um, so yeah, that would be another cool one to experience. It's a cool right. You guys got nominated pretty recently for our IMBA award, right? A momentum award, like two years, yeah, two years ago, maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. We got to, yeah, for uh, sure. you know, have that on our resume. You get to wake up at nine o'clock in the morning and play in front of all the industry people. <laughs> oh yeah, nine a.m. Nothing spells a rock and show like that, right? Yeah. You guys have won uh, the, a, a Merle Fest award too. You know, like you guys are really racking them up here. Well, that, that was the band co- the band competition we won there. Uh, what two thousand sixteen? Uh, two thousand sixteen, we won the Merle Fest band competition. Which was an honor. And- yeah, we got to play the main stage. It was really cool. Killer, without yeah. a banjo, we won without a banjo. Yeah. <laughs> That's something. <laughs> yeah, I bet there was some Merle Fest guys who rolled over in their grave with with a with the band winning award without a banjo, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so guys, um, what's next? What's new? What's what do you guys have in store for the next few months? Well, um, I mean, obviously everything's up in the air, but. You know. Yeah, we're we're definitely gonna um, put a lot of effort into this cover series that we're doing, um, where basically we're gonna you know all get up and and do it socially distance and, until things change, but record some of our favorite um, cover songs. You know, like we we really love showcasing in in our set along with our original material, which is obviously what we focus on. But like a well placed 
good old fashioned, you know, cover song from a band that has influenced us. And it kind of gives people insight into the non bluegrass, um, you know, vibes that have gone into the sound that make Fireside Collective sort of progressive and unique. So showing people how it can be done in a bluegrass format. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we have a cover series coming up that we're going to be uh, posting more about online soon. Um, and yeah, just getting some, some cool footage. We're going to pick some different locations and then go out and record, um, you know, our favorite cover tune and then release them sort of on a weekly basis just to keep people engaged. And we're going to maybe even throw some, some covers in there that we haven't even played live. So our fans that have seen us a ton will still get a, uh, a surprise. Um, but that's, we're working on that. And, um, as you know, just like the live stream coming up this weekend, we're going to be focusing on some more opportunities like that. And then maybe get back in the studio. That would be awesome. Yeah. That's I would love to do that. Yeah. I've, I've actually, you know, kind of going back to the, the cover thing, which you mentioned is I've gotten turned on to so many bluegrass bands because of covers that have been thrown into like a Spotify playlist or something like that. And right. You know, this, for instance, like Town Mountains, I'm on fire. Like, good gosh, yeah. times we heard that, you know? So, so like, I would love for that to hit for you guys, you know, doing something like that. That'd be awesome. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We'd also like for you guys to head over to TheMesh.TV and to check out all of our other shows on our network. And uh, we'd love for you to, of course, smash that subscribe button so that all of these Mesh podcasts can be beamed directly to you without having to download them. And so whenever our shows drop, you get it directly. Uh, so tell me, and Carson, just tell, tell our listeners where they can find you and, and all that good stuff. What? Fireside Collective dot com band dot com fireside collective band dot com and yep. we are on apple music spotify like all the platforms i think that yeah you can think of and we've got some youtube videos we have a patreon page that you can subscribe to so, yep yeah. instagram we're findable we're findable. tell us the levels on patreon like what are you guys like offering to go mow yards at this point like, <laughs> like, what level hey, what it, level it, will we get what level can we get you guys to our house to play music to depends on how desperate the the, the, the the times get you know uh yeah i'll put on some boots and go uh, weed whack somebody's yard if, you know, <laughs> that's what it takes to pay the bills but uh we have um uh, actually our banjo player alex is sort of the head of patreon um so he he kind of knows more in depth about the tiers but it's it's a great way to donate you can donate as as little as you know a dollar a month or or as much as you want and um you know we put up fun videos of of us doing uh mostly music but there's some other um things there's a couple videos of me just uh going I, i went on a hike one day and i just filmed my hike you know, so like maybe a fan would find that, you know, interesting. Like, oh, what is Tommy doing we down in the play, woods? We should go play disc golf one day. And do we should do a disc golf <laughs> Patreon video. But uh, a lot of them are, are music, um, you know, related. But it's just a cool way for people to help us out in this time. And um, we're, we're giving them sort of content that we aren't putting out just on Facebook and that sort of thing. So I hear you. And you guys should come to Hickory early on Saturday and play Glenn Hilton's disc golf track. That's uh, it's a, one of the best ones around. Tommy Carson, thank you all so much for coming on I'm the Band today. We really appreciate it. Make sure you check out those guys on the No Contact Concert Series this Friday, August 8th at 8. And if you just happen to miss it and you're just hearing this podcast after the fact, you can check out their stream and every other stream that has been produced so far at www.crowd-less.com. Guys, appreciate you being on. 
Thank you, Andrew. Thank you so much. And, and quick, quick correction. It's uh, Saturday, August 8th. Is it, did I say Friday? You said Friday, but it's okay. I'm a terrible podcast host. It's Saturday, <laughs> August 8th. It's all good. I'll, I'll edit that all the way around. I'm just kidding. My, my <laughs> listeners are used to that. So um, you guys have a great show on Saturday. Don't, be, don't forget to be kind to one another. This has been I'm with the band on the mesh. Shenandoah Valley And in those Blue Ridge Hills I'm bound to stay I'll build a little cabin In the shadow of a mountain Where my love and I
You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.